This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. My name is Mike Sedita. This is episode 19, and we are fortunate enough to have with us Hayden Curry of the We Insure Group. What's going on, Hayden? How are you doing today? I'm good, Mike. How are you? I am doing excellent. A little bit about the Good Neighbor Podcast, just so you know who we are, why we do what we do, and how we do it. Uh, The Good Neighbor Podcast started back in 2020 during COVID. Everybody had to social distance, and it was difficult for businesses and um, community outreach type programs for people to get in front of neighbors and residents in the community to let them know they were out there doing their thing. So this was kind of designed to, to keep everybody socially distant. And um, when it started in Southwest Florida uh, in 2020, now it's it's developed into a nationwide uh, podcast. And I am lucky enough to be the person who does it here in Tampa. And I'm lucky enough to have you on here with me for this very casual two business owners in the community just talking a little bit about what's going on with their business. So with all that being said, tell us a little bit about your your company. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on again. Um, so uh, like you said, my name is Hayden Curry. Um, I am an agent with We Insure Premier Group. Um, we are a uh, we're an independent insurance agency in the area um, specializing in Um, You know, all of your personal insurance needs, home, auto, uh, small business, um, you know, anything like that, Um, you know, with the exception of of really life and health, um, we're happy to help everybody with. So it's definitely an interesting market to be an insurance agent. I mean, at least it, it, it seems that way. Everybody kind of moves here. I mean, every group that you go on on social media, someone's moving from another state and they're like, oh my God, my insurance, I don't know what to do about my homeowner's insurance or my auto insurance. Has it been unique and challenging for you dealing with some of the the ever-evolving insurance landscape around here? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we we see it on on a daily basis, just all the the challenges of of the market right now um, and just, you know, how you know, difficult each each risk can be to to place right now, and and you know having situations with older roofs and anything like that, um, it's it's a real challenge right now. And I'm seeing all those you know the like you said in the in the community groups, um, all the sticker shock and you know rate increases and all that. Um, so yeah, it has been a a wild time. Um, you know, I think that. You know, everything's still kind of kind of tight right now in the market. But if we can get through this, uh, this hurricane season pretty clean, then, you know, things are trending in the right direction to to kind of stabilize a bit. So is that an advantage, you know, for with We Insure Premier Group? I, I would think having the ability to shop for for people that need insurance, not just being locked into some proprietary platform, is that I'm assuming that's advantageous for you in getting people, you know, the the best bang for their buck, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that that makes it, you know, in a challenging market, that makes it 100 times easier just having those those appointments with with multiple different companies that we can go to, um, you know, to see who's who's the best fit for for each individual client um, as opposed to being, you know, sell, selling for one company and 
you know, let's say they don't write in a particular area or something, then we'd be out of luck. So right. uh, that definitely is, uh, you know, a big advantage in this market, just having all of those carriers that we can go to, to, uh, you know, try to find something. And, and tell us a little bit, like the people that are listening to this, you know, you're an insurance agent. And, and I think sometimes people, you know, normal, I'm air quoting here, like normal everyday people that work their job, put insurance agents and doctors and lawyers, all these professional designation type people, almost on a little bit of a, a pedestal. Like, you know, they have, you know, they have these licenses and all this other stuff. But tell us a little bit about your journey, about you, your family. I know you live out in Pasco County. Um, how did you get into doing insurance? I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, what is, has it been your, like, were you like, like six years old playing on the playground and you're like, you know, someday I just, I, I need to sell people insurance and security. Like what got you into this? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I, I think with, with the insurance industry that it's kind of one where nobody really, you know, I, I've never met anybody that has said, you know, Hey, I want to, I want to grow up and, and sell insurance. Um, it's just, <laughs> It's just something that uh, a lot of us, you know, kind of fall into. Um, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I majored in, in communication um, at USF. So, you know, it's kind of a degree that you're not really specializing in anything. And most, we always joke, most of those, you know, us in the major had no idea what we wanted to do. So that kind of forced me to, you know, explore more and do my own kind of networking and, um you know, feeling out as far as, you know, what I wanted to get into. And I, you know, happened to, to land in, in the insurance industry, just, just on the billing side. So not, not doing anything with actual, you know, wow. insurance, but it was kind of, you know, a start for me. Um, and then, you know, from there I, I moved on, you know, into a, I did a homeowner's insurance company in a customer service role and then moved into underwriting and, now I'm on the complete opposite side as an agent um, wow. from, from underwriting, but it gives me kind of a, a, a good perspective and you know, it, it, it helps me to kind of navigate risk and, and see what's going to be a good fit and what's not and, and help people to avoid surprises um, when we're trying to find them insurance. Cause I've you know been on the other end of that when we have to tell agents, no. Um, so that's kind of, kind of my story and how I got into it. Definitely something i uh i planned on but i i really enjoy you know the industry and just helping people well the underwriting side of it gives you a unique perspective i mean most agents just kind of go get their license and you know go through the process whether it's with uh you know a big shop or doing the independent thing and yeah. and they just start selling insurance and they know what they can and can kind of do uh, and they just kind of churn i guess would be the easiest way to describe it but and I'm sure there's a level of that with what you do, but having that underwriting background and understanding it, I would think that would give your clients um, a little bit of an advantage because you can maybe answer some questions uh, or I don't know, maybe compliance wise, you're not allowed to kind of get into some of that, but at least you having the knowledge of it, I would think that would help some of your clients. Yeah, definitely. And just knowing, you know, the kind of the why behind, you know, why companies, certain companies have you know, the underwriting guidelines that they do, having been on, on that side of it. Um, so kind of understanding the why on there to, to help better, you know, navigate my clients to the policy that's going to fit them best. Because, um, you know, there can be there can be surprises, uh, you know, if, if you're not if you're not looking out for it, you know, just 
as an example, uh, you know, things like roofage or material of, uh, you know, wiring or plumbing. Uh, th those are all things that different companies have guidelines on, you know, which ones they'll accept. And right. so just, you know, having a knowledge of, uh, you know, I mean, every agent knows, you know, has those guidelines available to them, but kind of knowing the why behind it and what an underwriter would be looking for when reviewing it, you know, is a, is a big tool for me. And then, do you, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of, in short, my understanding, and again, I'm not an expert, you're the expert in this. So from what I hear in dealing with the businesses I deal with is um, insurance has become very dictated for people on their credit score, right? I mean, like when you're looking at somebody uh, whether or not you qualify for X, Y, and Z coverage and what your rate may end up being, if you qualify at all, and then if you do, what your rate might be is dictated in in good part to your credit score now, correct? Yeah, definitely. So both on, on the home and auto side, uh, they run what's called an insurance score. And, you know, that's going to it's going to take into account your, your claims history, things like that. But also, you know, like you said, it's going to take into account your, your credit, um, you know, open accounts, different things that can affect your, your credit. Um, and that definitely will have a bearing on the premium in most cases. Uh, there's hmm. some, you know, like with, with citizens and some other companies like that, they, they don't, you know, use any of that in rating, but um, especially on the, on the auto side, that's a, uh, you know, a pretty big premium determining factor. That, that that to me is crazy. Someone could have no accidents on their on their driving record and no tickets, no points, but if they've been late on their credit card payment, that that could have an impact on their credit. That's that, that's kind of, I guess, a a myth or a misconception. I don't think people truly understand that that affects them in that. In yeah. That way. Yeah, and kind of the reason and I learned this when I was on the underwriting side is you know kind of the the logic behind that is, I, I guess I've done studies that have shown that there is a higher, um, you know, chance of somebody, there's a, there's a correlation between lower credit and propensity to file claims. Hmm. Uh, so that's kind of where, where some of that comes from, along with just financial responsibility in terms of, you know, they're going to pay their premium. Yeah. Uh, so those are kind of the, the whys behind that. Um, you know, do I think it should always play such a, a big role. Maybe not, but uh, that's kind of, you know, where, where they came up with, with having that, that insurance score. Yeah. Right. It's just, it seems silly. Like if someone, for example, has paid their homeowners and auto insurance for 20 years, because that's a priority. If they were late on a credit card payment to pay their auto insurance, it mm -hmm. would seem like paying your auto insurance would be a, a bigger priority and not filing claims, whether or not you you missed your Citibank card payment, but you know, listen. There's a system. There's a system that we all kind of live in that we have to abide by. Which is, it just seems kind of crazy to me that it makes it more difficult for I would think for agents. You know, when you're dealing yeah. with people, because oh yeah, I'll get to, I'll get to the end of a quote and then go to go to run that and 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 then it's all you know. Oh, sorry, it's it's <laughs> came back a thousand dollars more. On, oh, you know, unfortunately, because a lot of a lot of the companies will you know will run it as just a basic quote. So they're giving you just kind of a baseline, the best credit score. And then, right. you know, when you actually run it, it's comes in lower than that. So there can be a, a discrepancy. So yeah, that can definitely be and then there's, frustrating, but. And then there's other factors, right? Like if you're, if you're married or single or like there, there's all sorts of uh, different 
variance here. I mean, obviously your age and your driving record pay, plays into a lot of that. But, you know, I know um, uh, for me, when I got divorced, my my rate went up just because now I'm I'm not married anymore. So there's got to be some algorithm or whatever they factor into that, which is, is wild, too. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that, that go into that. Uh, the main ones I'm seeing right now that are impacting people's credit are um, at fault accidents or even non at fault accidents, yeah. you know, to a lesser extent and uh, teenage drivers. Those are those are really driving up rates right now in, in Florida from, you know, kind of from what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's a big one. I know I um, I went to a symposium uh, at Spinner Law. Uh, Spinner Law Firm in Wesley Chapel did a symposium, and one of the topics was teen drivers. You know how it affects your how it's affecting your rating and your liability and all that stuff. And it is wild. I'm you know uh, I dodged that bullet. I don't have any teen <laughs> drivers in my house, so I'm 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 not having to worry about that. I got I got my own other stuff to worry about. So yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, insurance, you know, I know it's, uh, you know, we meet weekly uh, in a group that we're in and there's there's several different insurance agents in the group. Um, insurance isn't like the red carpet. It isn't like the uh, the super exciting hair on fire, uh, breathtaking topic of conversation. It's kind of one of those things people need. Uh, and maybe you're like, you know, why am I paying this type of thing? Whether it's, you know, whether it's long-term care insurance or auto insurance, et cetera. So I assume, you know, you enjoy it. Obviously it's your career, but what do you do when you're not doing insurance? I mean, you and your wife, do you guys have any like hobbies? Uh, you, you guys like to mountain climb? I mean, there's not a lot of mountain climbing options here in Tampa. <laughs> what do you guys do for fun? Yeah, no. If if there were mountains, we would be we would be doing that because that's uh, you know done a couple trips like that and really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I mean we uh, you know we love to just spend time outside, um, you know, going to the beach, the park. Um, we're both um, more so me, but she's also you know into into sports. So um, I watch a lot of sports. I'm big big Rays fan, Lightning fan. You know all the Tampa teams um college football and uh, so, wait, also, who is your who is your college are you a gator or are you no, a seminole or a, neither or a, i i am an auburn tiger oh war yeah. eagle i see yeah, so, war eagle. So are you did you go to auburn or i mean are you from tampa originally so i'm from birmingham alabama oh, um, that explains it. yeah so i i didn't go there but i'm originally from there so i'm born into it and you know, even though I moved here to, at a young age, I've, I've always been, you know, so bled, bled last, uh, navy and orange. The last 10 years of Alabama dominance is just, it, it just tastes bad, right? It, it, just it does. Awful. Yeah, it does. Hopefully the, the, you know, the tides are starting to turn here, but. Uh, Pun intended? Pun intended. Yeah, the tide yeah. is starting to turn. Um, yeah, I mean, having lived in Atlanta for a better part of my adult life, it is a huge, I mean, I never was into college football growing up in the Northeast. I mean, I watched it, Penn State, you know, Nebraska back in the day. But then living in Atlanta, I mean, I would be playing softball on a weekend and half my team would be Bama fans, Georgia fans, you know, Gator and, and Auburn. You would play in the field with these guys. Everybody would be playing, you know, cohere, you know, uh, cohesively. And then you'd get in the dugout, and it would be a, a free-for-all argument over the LSU Tigers or the Georgia Bulls, and it was just – it was nonstop. So it, yeah. I, I can only imagine how that was in uh, in Birmingham. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's different for sure. I mean, you've got you know you've got Florida and Florida State here, but I I, I no, don't think that that's, like the uh, that's yeah no that's that's not on the same level. And then I'm assuming you're a, a Bucks fan, or being in Birmingham, were you maybe a Falcons fan or a Saints fan? No, um, I. So I mean, I moved here when I was five or six, so I, I never really got attached to a team prior to that, and then okay. just became a a Bucks fan. I have been you know ever since, so pretty so much couple- lifelong. Been a couple good years of the Bucks. I wish they would bring back the sombrero, you know, the the Buccaneer helmet, the old school helmet. They, they are you know, this year. They're, they're going to bring it in. They're going to mix it. Yeah, into they're, they're a wearing it for. They're wearing the creamsicles for a game this year. Oh, I love the creamsicles. That's very I, that that makes me feel good. I mean, I don't I don't care for the Bucks. I'm a Giants fan, but um, but yeah, that I mean, it's going to be a transition with Brady gone. So you might be going possibly back into some dark ages, but. Um, the division's not that great, so maybe that maybe that still bodes well. I mean, the still, same still a lot of talent on the roster too. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't I don't think their floor is extremely low. I mean, they'll be I think somewhere in the middle. Or the middle. Okay, of the so what you're saying to me, Hayden, is you think Baker Mayfield is the answer at quarterback? Is that what you're telling me? That's not what I'm telling you. Okay, just but checking, I think just checking. It, I think in, in spite of quarterback play, there's enough talent on defense to keep us respectable you know All don't right, know we'll revisit this because yeah, we, definitely the, the division isn't great i mean right the no, falcons no. you don't know carolina might be on the up you know might be on the come a little bit saints you know depending on coaching i, I, I didn't like I, I i i didn't like that the panthers got bryce young because i think he's going to be really good i so think he might that, be too that one hurt but. Although I do like C.J. Stroud. Personally, if I was picking between the two of them, I would have taken Stroud. But, again, I'm, I'm a little older. So, in my head, the 6'2", 6'3", mm-hmm. guy with a cannon arm, I, I tend to lean towards that guy more than yeah. the, the you know, uh, what's the guy out in um, Kyler Murray's and the – but, listen, Drew Brees, Hall of Fame, Tua, right, like all those guys. But, but – these guys are finding success. I mean, it's the way the NFL system has kind of become yeah. more of a uh, like they've adopted a lot of the college stuff that goes on. So it's good. But yeah, when well, I, think- I got a front row seat of him basically dominating Auburn for for three years. So, yeah, it's yeah. tough. It's a tough. Yeah. It's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I get it. Um, a good friend of mine is a huge Auburn fan, and just for you know, not that I really cared. I mean, but just for. For conversation purposes, I would just give him the business about Cam Newton nonstop, and he would get so mad over it. It was really just for pure enjoyment on my part, but but uh, but yeah. So I get it, man. I, I know you know War Eagle. I would tease him about like, is your mascot a tiger or is it an eagle? And he would just be like, shut up, you don't know. You're a Yankee, you don't get it. So, uh, but yeah, listen, Auburn Auburn's good. I mean, the SEC is tough, and for a, a while there, the West was ridiculous between LSU and Alabama and Auburn. And I mean, they're, they're even a sprinkling of uh, Ole Miss here and there, yeah. you know, Mississippi state. So, um, but we'll see if you're, I think you're right though. I think it's maybe Alabama's coming a little bit back to earth and now Georgia's the new, the new Alabama. So they, they look tough and they just keep getting, we'll stronger. see, but that might be exactly what Saban wants. So, you know, to, to be counted out like that. Yeah, never I, count out saving. That's yeah. The thing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one to do that. No. <laughs> so we we've kind of morphed this business podcast into a little bit of SEC football talk. Yeah. So let's shift it back to if if people are listening to this and they're thinking about your business and 
you know, you are a you're a resident in the community. You your family is in Pasco County. You live here. You work here. What's the one thing people listening need to take away as to why they need to contact you? Yeah, so I, I think for me, you know, like you said, I, I am local. I grew up here, went to high school at, at Wiregrass and, and Wesley Chapel. Um, so, I mean, I've, I've been in the area. So, you know, that's that's one part of it. But the other is, I mean, really, I'm just, you know, I, I sell insurance, but I tell people I'm, I'm not a salesperson. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not cold calling. I'm not pressuring people, that kind of thing. I really just desire to, to help people and to build relationships that, you know, are going to going to last and, you know, somebody that's going to be there for you in, in your time of need. So um, that's really kind of what, you know, what separates me and, and you know, what would be the, the reason somebody should choose, you know, we insure Premier Group. It's just that that level of care that you're going to get and and honesty, too. I mean, I, I have people all the time that send me send me over. I, I think I did that with you. You sent me over your your policy. I'm like, hey, I mean, this is, this is really good. I'm not going to have anything better for you right now. You know, that's, that's going to be the best policy for you. So, but you know, nine times out of 10, when, when I do that, those people wind up coming back at some point when they need me because they, you know, they trust me and they know that I'm going to, going to be honest with them. Or they bring you on a podcast. I mean, yeah, so, you know, that is really, I mean, you bring up a great point is, and it's, that's really with any business, right? So like, whether you need a, an air conditioning company or an insurance agent or a plumber or a doctor or whatever, part of it is the service. I mean, you obviously want to have the good service, but the the, the customer service and pricing is important, but customer service is what brings people back. So the big differentiator is exactly what you said. You know, we had that conversation. Say, hey, look, take a look at my policies. Let me know what you can do. And, and coming back and saying, hey, listen, what you have right now, stick with it, stay with it, et cetera. Um, you know, that's, that is a valuable commodity to, to go to somebody in a, in a world where a lot of times people are just, you know, you could have, I mean, not that you would have, but another, a lesser agent might've said, yeah, we can do this better. And then cut the coverage in certain spots to kind of, to kind of make it fit the narrative and not doing that and presenting your business as, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a, I'm a good neighbor, which is hence the, the, the name of the podcast, but I'm also, you know, in your community and I, you know, I care about your, your well-being, not just earning your business, but making sure your family's protected is hugely important in this game. So if people, if people are trying to get a hold of you and we'll include all this information in the podcast, so you guys could find it, but what is the best way to get a hold of you? Is it your website? Is it your email, your phone number? What's the best way to grab you? Yeah, um, so I'm pretty pretty accessible. So you, you can go to weinsurepremiergroup.com um, and, you know, on there you can even, uh, you know, put in a quote request and that'll send it to us and we'll, you know, reach out to you. Um, you can you can always message me on, on Facebook, add me as a friend on there. Hayden Curry is my name. Um, you can reach me on my, on my cell. Uh, 813-451-5906. Um, uh, yeah, so pretty pretty easy to, to get a hold of. And, you know, like you said, you'll, you'll have all that information up. Um, and, I, you know, I'd like to pride myself on getting back to people pretty quickly. So I'll, I'll at least let you know that I've, uh, I've, I've gotten your message and I'm, I'm working on it. Awesome. Hayden, <clears throat> thank you so much for coming on. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast... Definitely try to reach out to Hayden before September, October, when the seasons start to 
fade when the, when the War Eagle is is in <laughs> third place in the SEC West and the Bucks are struggling. Get him when he's happy. Get him early. Get him during <laughs> training camp when he's optimistic. He'll talk to underwriting. He'll get your insurance taken care of. Hayden, thank you so much. I'm teasing, but I, you know, I, I do, I do know. I'm seeing you every week. You, you're as solid as a rock in in the business community here in Tampa, and definitely worth calling and reaching out. Thanks again for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNP. Pasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.